Hi, this is Greg Voison inviting you to listen to our latest Inside Personal Growth podcast number 883 with Liz Dickinson and Sharon Sheeran about Relish Life Weight Release Program. This podcast number 883 is brought to you by Elizabeth Gould, author of a new book entitled Feeling Forwards, How to Become the Person Who Has the Life You Want. In this interview, Elizabeth cites lots of research to validate the power of feeling forwards, and with every story and example, it brings awareness to the readers so they can better understand the power of using their emotions to propel them into the future and create the life that they want to live. If you want to learn more about Elizabeth, her book, and coaching programs, please visit her website at www.elizabethgould.com. That's www.elizabethgould.com. And now for our featured podcast, please listen to my interview with Liz Dickinson and Shannon Sheeran about Relish Life Weight Release Program. Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voice and the host of Inside Personal Growth. And joining me from Sonoma County is Shannon Sharon. And Shannon is one of the co-founders of Relish Life. And we are actually going to be speaking with them about their weight release program. I'm going to call it release. Mm -hmm. You can call it weight loss. I kind of like release better. (laughs) Um, And Liz Dickinson, another co-founder of the organization. And Liz, you are joining us from where this morning? Vancouver, Canada. Okay. Well, hopefully it's nice and cool there because Shannon, you can see how she's dressed. She literally was saying Mm -hmm. it was very, very warm. So how's Vancouver today? It was gorgeous yesterday, cold today. Vancouver's the kind of place that you actually have to have a full spectrum in your wardrobe because you never know what you're going to have to wear in the morning. <laughs> have a sweater available so fall is coming. Yeah, well, exactly. I'm going to let my listeners know, ladies, just a little bit about you. Liz is no stranger to struggles uh, when it comes to trying to lose weight. Uh, with each pregnancy, she gains stubborn weight. Uh, that overstayed. It's welcome, well beyond the baby sure. <laughs> No matter how hard she tried, the weight would always come back. And in two, now it's at university. Yeah. <laughs> and in two thousand, she finally uh, cracked the code with a strict regimen of counting calories. Um, Shannon, uh, critically acclaimed uh, circus acrobat and elite athlete, Shannon did what it took to maintain the weight. Uh, to look the part, no matter how unhealthy the path uh, was to get there, it led to disorders uh, in eating, a common issue of uh, world's professional athletes, and, and a louder inner critic who constantly told her she was never thin enough, uh, never small enough, never quite good enough either. And we are going to be talking about those psychological issues. And the list of other people that are involved with the firm are doctors, uh, that have helped uh, Liz and Shannish, Shannon develop Relish Life. And, um, you know, Relish Life is a kind of a new science. Um, you guys are revolutionizing how people look at weight release. Um, I not only look at it, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually kind of adjust their life uh, to do that. You have groundbreaking research about the links between stress, past trauma, and overall health that affect weight release. Um, What does that research 
really tell us that you you guys have gathered, which most likely drove this initiative to develop this website and help people release weight? Because, you know, look, it's um, everybody from Oprah with Weight Watchers to people who want to get thin uh, going down to the store and buying the drinks, right? So you guys, there's weight loss is a really confusing, weight release is a very confusing area. Maybe you can help demystify it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I can speak to my own personal research and journey, and then I can have Liz kind of weigh in because she's much more uh, on top of all of the scientific research that we're utilizing and going with. But it really all started with um, me sort of realizing myself that you talked about the inner critic and the the feeling of not being good enough, not doing enough and not being thin enough. And so it came down to the realization that, wow, it's my head. It's the way that I speak to myself that's holding me back. It's not the weight. The weight's not the problem. That'll come off, but I need to fix the the inner dialogue that I'm having with myself. Otherwise, I'm going to keep eating. I'm going to keep, you know, screwing things up, self-sabotaging because that's who I believe I am. So it led to me creating a program, obviously starting to research more and more as I realized how well it worked for me to begin that path and what I needed to do to to start that journey. And then really the personal experiences, it worked. I started doing it with my clients. I was a personal trainer and my friends and people are just flocking to me saying, you know, I saw Christy the other day. She looks amazing. She's so happy. And, you know, that was the magic that I found. And then when I met Liz, who had had dove into so much of the nitty gritty of the scientific research that's out there, it just really came together pretty incredibly. So I'll let Liz, why don't you speak to some of some I think of that Liz, Liz, did your journey not start with Maya when you, I mean, most of the listeners didn't hear that she used to own a, a company that made a watch that tracked uh, runners um, early on. And uh, I have no, I have no idea what happened to all of that, but you were heavily involved in that. I presume you got bought out, but uh, tell us the story, Liz, because you've been around this world for a long time. Uh, Well, Mio was actually my uh, first venture into the weight loss space. When I first developed the watch, it was actually meant to be a watch for dieters. It was a watch that counted the calories that you took in during the day and then told you how many calories that you burned during exercise. And the way that I got to the calorie burn data was by integrating heart rate. And then all of a sudden, all these athletes started buying this watch, which was such a surprise to me because it was meant for dieters and and actually women like myself. Um, And what were all these dudes doing buying this feminine looking watch? And it turned out that it was because it was the first watch that actually was a heart rate watch that worked accurately without a chest strap. And this was all novel and new at the time. So um that was kind of a hard pivot for the business. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, the rest is history. We became the world's first continuous strapless heart rate monitor. We ended up, um, uh, you know, being best sports product in the world. We were sold in, you know, all Apple stores. And then, uh, yes, ultimately Adidas took over the business. So mm-hmm. um, that that was, you know, a great 
great story and um, it was a great experience. But what I did learn through that process is actually calorie counting was not the way to lose weight. And despite the fact that I was religiously counting my calories and, um, you know, was exercising at the appropriate levels using a heart rate monitor, um, I was not losing weight. And nobody could point a finger at me and say that I was not doing the things that somebody needed to do in terms of exercise and managing my food. Why is it that the weight wasn't coming off? Um, it turns out that there's a lot of physiological reasons as to why your body hangs on to weight. A lot of it has to do with stress. A lot of it has to do with the hormone cortisol. And if you don't actually deal with those things, you can actually get long-term damage to your hypo um, a pituitary axis in your brain and uh, you need drugs. Yeah, how, do, how, do we, how do we break those set points? Because, um, you know, I don't know if it's commonly referred to as a set point, but it's almost like the, uh, you get to a point where the body doesn't want to let go. You know, when it really goes back to caveman, I've studied a bunch of this as well. Um, we were designed as, you know, species to carry the extra weight for lean times. Right. And so, you know, you see these people that go on these, um, um, it doesn't matter if it's naked or afraid or whatever, and they got to be out there for 30 days. The guys come in all beefed up and then you see them lose all this weight because they gained the weight knowing that they were going to be on a starvation diet. So how do, how do we get beyond that set point, Liz? Well, there's a lot of, um, That's a long discussion. But anyway, fundamentally, something happens in the body, which creates a condition called insulin resistance, where you're just not um, breaking down glucose effectively, and it's not being stored properly in your muscles. And that happens to most people, especially after middle age, as you get older. And also for women, if you've got polycystic ovary syndrome, um, also women as they go through menopause, um, it tends to occur. And um, you know, that that commonly leads to people not being able to shed weight uh, later in life. But the stress, the stress hormone cortisol actually also plays a huge role in maintaining what you think is a set point, but was, which is actually um, an imbalance in your neurochemistry that causes you to really um, choose food. Well, isn't it the spikes in the glucose, not to get too detailed here, because I have other questions, but not to derail this, but, you know, glucose level, insulin levels, when you have those spikes that are over there, then you actually see A1C levels go up. And then doctors say, well, you're diabetic. So now I'm going to put you on some diabetes medicine or something. So address that if you would, please, because I think, you know, maybe that's, you know, the reality is I know nobody wants to do that. But if you look at the epidemic in our world right now with diabetes, it's it's huge. Um, any way to address that, Liz, based on what the science is that you guys have and what you're doing? Yeah, um, I mean, there's a lot of science. Uh, you know, endocrinology has come a long way in terms of its understanding of weight loss. And there's a lot of science science that shows that people that have been overweight for a long time, especially people that have deep stores of visceral fat, uh, their endocrine systems get confused. And um, you, you start 
um, you, you stop being able to sort of recognize if you actually need to store more fat or not. So there's just a whole bunch of things that's happening with leptin and ghrelin and insulin. I mean, we could write a whole, we could do a whole, um, we, we could do a whole separate podcast. Yeah. On that. But exactly. in terms of what relish does, what we do is we actually put a break on all of that stuff. So we um, have a fully integrated approach to weight loss. And it's very important that you look at the thing holistically. So the first thing is we prescribe medications that give you a breather, that allow you to stop with the binging, stop with the impulse control, you know, stop with the impulses, like get a control on the impulse impulses, allows you to reframe your relationship with food. And that's when the magic that Shannon does and her entire team of health coaches, um, that's where they can come in and they can help you make more mindful decisions around your choices of food. And then all of the content that we have from our clinical psychologist, uh, Dr. Brian Allman, who has created some of the I, I would say some of the best in the world programming for stress management, for anxiety management, for yeah. sort of deeply discovering those things which are uh, at the root of why you have all of these issues with stress. Um, and then, of course, our medical practice, our doctors who have dealt with weight and people who have struggled with weight and are empathetic and they understand the struggle that people are going through. So you need this whole team. And we're so confident that we'll be successful. We'll guarantee weight loss for life if you join our program. Well, you state uh, in there in the book and on your website says when you lighten up emotionally, we shed our baggage or extra weight. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Shannon, this probably be a question more for you. How do you help people as his coach release this emotional baggage and the psychological issues? And if you would speak about the ACEs, the adverse childhood experiences, Um, I know that when I got my master's degree in spiritual psychology, people would come in with all kinds of ACEs. Um, Mm -hmm. And as we went through, we would have to kind of deal with those deep wounds that people were dealing with. So um, are your psychologists prepared at Relish Life to kind of help deal with those? I mean, Brian knows this because Mm -hmm. we just had a doctor on, um, which you guys know, Dr. John Ratty. And mm-hmm. he was speaking about ADHD, but the site, the study that was cited at Kaiser San Diego was about the women who were coming in who were grossly overweight, um, but in essence, they were coming in and it was because they were, there was sexual trauma in their life. They've kind of found that out by accident, right? That study was pretty phenomenal. Um, so, you know, whether it's sexual or it's whatever it might be, there's a lot of baggage we carry. It's not just, you know, the fact that, you know, I had this issue. Um, Mm -hmm. what is releasing that baggage look like? And on your counseling program, because you guys do have a program, which, you know, you have one starts at $99 and goes all the way up to there's three or four tiers. Um, so we don't need to speak about that yet, but what is it that you guys do? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, we, we dive into addressing those root causes. So not just the hormones and the cortisol levels and what that's doing to your body, but why are your cortisol levels chronically raised? Where is that chronic stress coming from? And so we, we have a team of both health coaches, not nutritionists and dietitians, because most people who are here at this point, they've gained and lost 
hundreds of pounds already. They know how to lose weight. It's just not staying off. So they know what to do. We have a lot of teaching opportunities for that nutrition side. So to allow the whys, right? So people who are just strictly counting calories, no, why is that not the best option? Why do we need to focus on our gut health and eating whole foods? And so we do have a lot of learning opportunities for that with our functional nutritionist who's on staff and our health coaches who who dive in a lot on that. But we really personalize it to the, the, the needs of the individual. So we get to know them. We get to know their A scores. They have a personal health coach who who knows all about them, has done thorough interviews, and they really personalize, does this person need more nutrition coaching? Do they need to get more active? Or is it purely dealing with the emotional side of things? And what we do with health coaching, and, and then I'll dive into the, the psychologists, but with the health coaching, we listen. So we're there to, to listen to what, what they're feeling and what they're going through. When they grab those chips every day, why is that? And we help them explore through some motivational interviewing and our own understanding of what happens to the body in these moments. And we we help them move through it, giving them power statements. You know, how can you move past that feeling in your head to not grab those chips? How am I going to feel after? Am I going to feel guilty? Am I going to feel tired? Am I going to feel bloated, right? So exploring that inner dialogue. So it's not the powerful one who's the negative speaker in your head. The the one who becomes more powerful is the best friend voice, the voice who speaks to you like your body is a temple and your own best friend. And we cultivate and nurture that. And then along with that, we have the psychologists who meet weekly with small groups and the small groups are there to support each other. They get to know each other. They learn all the different facets and, and explore everybody's individual needs. And the, the facilitators, the master's level addiction specialists that, that we, we utilize, they're trained by Dr. Allman, by Brian. Um, so they're well aware of ACEs and the need for that psychological intervention there. So they do a lot of exploration work. They give assignments, things to read through. Um, every week we have one of Dr. Allman's psychological interventions. So, so to break on. that cycle, Shannon, would you say that mm-hmm. cycle where somebody craves sugar, salt, fat, right? Which is mm-hmm. commonly what manufacturers put in these foods to, sure. um, to want people to get addicted. You're right. actually asking them before they reach for those potato chips or before they reach for whatever it is, that favorite food, the cookie or whatever, um, mm-hmm. to ask yourself some questions about the temple of the body. You know, what am I going right. to feel like afterwards after I eat right. this? Right. Right. Um, and you, you do realize, and I'm sure both of you know this, that in most cases, I'm sure most of your clients are going to say, Hey, you know what? Um, emotionally, I probably feel pretty good because I got that quick high from it Mm -hmm. um, because of the sugar, Um, right? But um, afterwards, they're not going to say that they're not feeling bloated, but they've been able to deal with the bloat 
because right. they got that quick fix. It's almost right. like taking, um, you know, heroin or something, right? It's, it's absolutely really, it is. It's uh, yeah. I hate to use that analogy, but that is what it is. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So your therapy really varies from medications mm-hmm. to hypnotherapy. Um, right. I use a hypnotherapist myself, and I know the subconscious mind seriously has some abilities to uh, affect how people can can approach this, right? Because mm-hmm. it's how that inner voice is speaking with you and how it's reprogrammed. Um, how have you found that the combination of these therapies work so well to release weight? In other words, hypnotherapy we're talking about, we're talking about taking some medications, like Liz said a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, either one of you can address this, but you have a wide variety listed on the website of all right. these things that you offer. Um, how do you determine which ones to choose to use? Well, we we utilize them all. So that's the magic okay. of what we've created at every level. Everybody has access to all of the interventions. And to your point, you know, that, that heroin pull, that addiction for the dopamine release that comes out of having those chips, out of having those, you know, chocolate-covered almonds that they reach for all the time, that is a lot of what we we solve with the medications that we provide. So we're working with medications that help eliminate those um, neurological needs for yeah. the, the food. So they have it and then they're like, oh, it didn't actually release the dopamine. Now I just feel bloated. And so they can listen to that inner voice that's like, no, I don't, I don't actually want this. It doesn't feel good. I'm not getting that same relief that I used to get from it. And they can start to wean off the need for those things and really listen to their inner voice. That way, when they're off the medications, they can, they have that already built in. Well, look, you were an extreme athlete. um, And Mm -hmm. Stephen Kotler has been on the show. I can't tell you how many times about all his books on people and what happens to extreme athletes, right? Mm -hmm. So my question would be, you know, on the opposite side of the coin, some people are releasing or getting that high from a run mm-hmm. or they're getting a high from going out on a surfboard and riding huge waves or they're going up skiing or whatever they're doing. Um, right. How do you create that same high for that person who says, no, I'm not going surfing. I'm not going on a run. I'm going to sit in front of the TV and eat a bag of chips mm-hmm. because that's how I'm getting my high. <laughs> right. Well, it's all about dopamine, right? It depends on what your drug of choice is. And some people choose running to release dopamine. Some people choose potato chips. The thing is that the people that choose potato chips, unfortunately, tend to end up in a worse outcome with respect to their health than people that choose running. Although there are people that... Yes, not necessarily. Right? Right. So um, I think that uh, what we do is we provide a medication that... Um, is a dopamine reuptake inhibitor and that then allows you to break the cycle of whatever it is that you may be abusing to get your high from dopamine whether it's running or a bag of potato chips and then actually reframe your relationship with that drug of choice and start um, implementing healthier habits and making healthier choices because you can actually control the conversation in your brain now it's no longer controlling you so now, like you guys deal with all kinds of people that come to you, you know, as varying degrees. I'm a vegetarian, I'm paleo, 
I'm a, you know, I'm vegan. Uh, mm-hmm. They've gone on all kinds of programs. None of them. I'm not going to judge any of them. They all what they they are what they are. Um, how do you address somebody that maybe comes to you and says they're vegan yet they're eating all the wrong kinds of things because we see vegans a lot of times that are really uh, quite overweight. Yeah, sugar. Um, yeah, because they got to get the carbs somehow, right? Right. So um, I know I'm vegetarian, so I I have kind of the same kind of issues, right? It's like you're still looking for that carb. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So do you guys go through a questionnaire? Do you extensively look at their background? What kind of diets they've been on before? What's worked for them? What's not? Um, How do you address that? Well, a lot of it comes from the health coach, the interactions there. So there's thorough interviewing face to face one on one, because we know a lot of people don't tell the whole truth when they're filling out a form. So it's a lot easier to get that truth out of them. Like, all right, all right. So I'm vegan, but I do have a milkshake once a week or, you know, whatever those things are. Um, And from there, we do provide a lot of learning opportunities. So we encourage people to not take things away from their diets, but to add things. So how do we add nutrients, right? Like you have pizza every Friday night. How do you add some nutrients into that? Let's put some veggies on the pizza. Let's have a salad. Let's let's celebrate how our body can feel with food as fuel and as medicine. So we teach a lot about eating whole foods and staying away from processed foods. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to that point, we we help people, you know, they're addicted to diet coke, right? So how do we take six cokes a day and maybe bring it down to like three a week? The diet coke's not off limits, but now it's not really a problem per se with your um, blood sugar levels. Cause even we know that aspartame and those things still work against your blood sugar regulators. Um, so it's really about getting to know them. Like I said, personally, and having that support and, you know, at the lower levels, they're getting to know themselves a little bit more and signing up for the courses that they feel they need. And that's why we have those higher levels where, you know, Maybe you need that one-on-one support, that real person who's going to talk to you and tell you, you need this, go do it. So we have varying levels based on what people feel like, like they need in terms of. So, so tell us about those memberships. Um, you, you, Liz alluded to it a bit. Um, there's mm-hmm. various levels of membership. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's unique in that respect because you guys actually have a chart up there. And you say company A, company B, company C, company D, and then you have Relish Life. And -hmm. when you look down Relish Life, all the boxes are checked. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would say that is absolutely true from what I've seen. I haven't experienced Mm -hmm. the course. I haven't gone into it. But from what I know about the other companies, be it um, Jenny Craig to uh, Weight Watchers to whatever, they are limited, but they're Mm -hmm. also less expensive. So you mm-hmm. get what you pay for. Um, right. So in this case, at let's just talk about the $99 one. That's your mm-hmm. entry level, $99 a month. What do they get? Well, we promise to deliver all of the aspects of the fully integrated program in every level of membership. It just comes down to level of support and <clears throat> one-on-one uh, interactions. But at the $99 level, they have uh, what we call our digital package. So every level comes with medications and access to a doctor as much as you need, because 
we know that the doctors aren't going to just give a medication. All right, good luck. We want them to have access to ask questions and check back in and modify their medication as needed. Um, now, and then we have most a- of those medications covered by their insurance, or is this an extra cost for them? This is, well, it's not an extra cost. So it's part of the $99. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Yes. Good to know. But we can, you know, you can super bill your insurance uh, for it, but <clears throat> we don't work with any insurance providers at this time, although we're, we're working on that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's all included. And then we have uh, our digital package, which is a dashboard of all of our resources. So you have a chat bot that sends you the mindfulness programming, the the nutrition support, the daily kind of check-ins and cheerleading. There's weekly email check-ins with a form that come to us. And then um, we have Do you get the group meeting? Programs. So not with the psychiatrists, um, okay. the psychologists, the group meetings are with our health coaches and they're membership wide. So they're not small group, but at this point we're a small company. So they're relatively intimate and we, the coaches guide you through our mindfulness programming um, with that. And so they can join some of those group sessions, weekly check-ins with a health coach, um, those types of things at that $99 level. And then there's just more and more support. The the guided groups come in at the next level. And then the the small master's level facilitated groups, those come in at the, the top level. And then health coaching is spread out the same. Health and coach it goes access. from 99 to 249, was it? Is that what to I remember? 299. 299. So, so you 99, can spend, 199, 299. You can send 3,600 a year or 1,200 a year, kind of, you know, and <laughs> in, in, in yes. between two other... That's good because it gives people an opportunity to choose that. Now, I, I know you guys have a complimentary consultation. Um, mm-hmm. Tell our listeners a little bit about it. And if they wanted to take advantage of that complimentary consultation, uh, how would they do it? Just go to the website, click the box, sign mm-hmm. up, uh, yeah. set a time on someone's calendar, right? That's right. Probably, mm-hmm. probably yours or somebody else's. Probably and, mine, yeah. And is, and is that um, initially a half an hour? What is that? Yeah, it's just a, it's a getting to know you session. You get to know what our program is and how it could work for you. We give you some tips and ideas on, you know, where to start your journey. Maybe, maybe you do need to start with Weight Watchers. Maybe you need to get to know how to manage your, your intake on your own, or maybe, you know, we've actually never had somebody like that, but, you know, we're there to, to be honest about which level of the program you need which, which kind of support where you're at with your diet. So we help them sort of think through what is their next approach? Where should they start at this point? Um, and, and, you know, hopefully they, they, we hope to allow them to walk away, even if they don't sign up with us with some tools and ideas that they can take with them to, to get started on their journey. Have you started any programs for uh, mid-sized to large companies? Where if they if the person in HR recognizes it, or if they happen to have a health officer, some companies mm-hmm. do. Um, not unless they're usually pretty big. Um, do you are you guys accepting kind of memberships at that level um, where you would enroll many people within one company? Our business model at this point is set up to be direct to consumer. Okay. Although we are completely open to those types of um, discussions, inter- 
engagements and discussions at this point because we want to um we absolutely want to move in that direction but uh, at this point we're not quite set up um in terms of our business model and and growth trajectory really but we are absolutely excited to to reach that phase and to talk to people about how that could look and and how starter packages could look so that we can test it out and try it out well, I think you have all the technology to scale. I mean, I'm speaking from a business standpoint, so it'd be pretty easy for you to go that trajectory oh, absolutely. and scale yeah. it. So you're, you know, cause you've got stuff online, you've got asynchronistic courses that people can get to. So um, Shannon and Liz, I always like to conclude these podcasts with like three takeaways uh, that people can do today. Like, Right now, after they leave, you know, we've talked about your program. We've talked about things that may or may not interest them, but then maybe do. Um, what can these people that are listening right now do uh, that they could take away from our conversation that might be different change behavior modification might do something to get them started on the right path toward weight release? Liz, I'll let you go first. Well, the first thing is I like to challenge people to ask themselves the question, where is the struggle with weight actually coming from? If you can actually get into the real reasons why you're struggling with your weight, you have made such a tremendous leap forward. It's the best place to start. One of the first questions we ask people to join our program is, when did you first start to gain weight? Why then? Why not two years earlier? Why not two years later? That answering that question gives you some really rich insight into why you choose food. Um, and many of us do choose food for some very specific stress-related incident. If you can get a handle on that, then there are lots of tools online that can help you dig in to sort of the basic reasons as to what is causing that long-term toxic stress. And of course, Dr. Brian Allman, um, our chief clinical psychologist, chief behavioral officer, he's got tons of resources online for people that are really looking to, you know, get a hold of that toxic stress. Great question. Great question. When did it all start? And Shannon, to you, pass the baton. Well, I go, you know, I go from a more technical perspective. So I would say, your tasks every day, meditate, you know, start to get to know how your inner dialogue feels and how you speak to yourself. Meditation, guided meditations are a great way to to get to know that. Even just one, two minutes a day is huge to stop and breathe. We breathe so shallow all day. So just even just physiologically taking time to breathe and fill your body with oxygen is huge. Um, And along with that, uh, get outside. So even if it's cold, even if it's hot, stand outside, let the sun, yeah, just be part of your life, be present. Um, And then drink water. That's the other one that's (laughs) just real key. Well, water keeps you full. Walking in nature keeps you calm. And deep breathing and meditation does the same. So it releases the stress. Great. And Liz loved your question. When did it start? Because I don't think people often think about uh, when they started to gain weight. Um, It's been a pleasure having you both on Inside Personal Growth, speaking with my audience uh, about Relish Life. And for my listeners, there'll be a link in the blog. There'll also be a transcript to this. So you'll be able to download this as well. 
Um, but if you want to find out more, just go to relishlife.com. No, relish.life. No, no. Yes. Relish. Relish.life. Sorry. Yes. And no that's on that. So we'll repeat that again, actually. Relish.life, L I F E. Um, I didn't even know there was a life uh, uh, link there. So I just type it in. It's interesting, though, when they go to Google, I'll tell you this. If you type in Relish Life, it's just going to come up. It's the first thing that pops up. So your search engine is quite powerful at this point. So good kudos to you guys who's ever doing that with the website. Love the website. Yeah. No, no, (laughs) it is. It's the first thing. All you got to do is go in your Google search engine and type Relish Life and you guys pipe right up. So all right, you guys, thanks so much. Uh, Namaste to you both. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with uh, with my listeners and uh, enjoy the rest of your days. Great. Thank Thanks you. very much. You too. All right. This podcast has been brought to you by Allison Lewis, author of The 7-Minute Solution, Creating a Life with Meaning 7 Minutes at a Time. Allison is a returning guest inside personal growth and someone who I would consider to be a very good friend. We did a podcast originally back in November 2013, and I've invited her back to inside personal growth because so much has evolved regarding the psychology of time management, goal setting, and the way she is working with individuals and corporate clients. In this interview, we discuss what has changed as well as the tried and true methods to become more productive that are still being utilized and implemented today. To learn more about Allison and her master classes, webinar, desktop applications, and so forth, please visit her website at www.the7minutelife.com. That's www.the7minutelife.com. Tune in for more great podcasts from Inside Personal Growth. And thanks for listening.